Jesus instructed us to pray boldly, to ask, to seek, and to knock. And he told us that when we did, God would hear and respond. So why does it just seem like we don't see the victories you would expect from those kind of prayers? Welcome to God Powered. Jesus told us emphatically that if we would ask, it would be given. And that if we would seek, we would find. And if we knocked, it would be opened up to us. But we also see that when he visited his hometown, it says he could do no mighty works there because of their lack of faith. So while we realize that prayer can be powerful, we struggle with seeing the reality of it in our lives and understanding when prayer works and why it doesn't sometimes. So what, what we're going to do in the next few episodes is we're going to explore what God tells us about bold prayer. We'll look at what our role is. We'll look at delays. We'll even look at those things that we struggle with, like understanding God's will as it comes to prayer. And my hope and goal is that by the end of this, you and I will approach prayer with so much more boldness and, frankly, confidence that we will understand our responsibility and we will come before God with more of an expectation that He is going to move. His power will be released and, as always, He would be glorified. But before we do, we, we need to start from understanding what our role is and why our role is. What's our responsibility? And again, if you go back, it says Jesus could do no mighty works there because of their lack of faith. And this has always intrigued me. Here is the living God. He spoke heaven and earth into being. So why would he not just be able to handle those things and do the mighty works that it shows he's willing to do? Why would he be limited by our participation? And we need to understand this because how often have you and I just thought, you oh God, if you would just do this. And we're just waiting for God to move. But is he waiting for us? So from the beginning, we need to understand from, from the beginning, God's mandate and his structure was in place. Genesis 1, God creates heaven and earth and he created Adam. And the first thing he did was he gave him a mandate. God said to Adam, take dominion. See, Adam was to be God's legal representative to manage his creation. And he said, take dominion. He was to be God's instrument, his manager, so to speak. Now, here, here's, this is, when you think about it, this is how serious God took it. It would appear God has severely limited what he will do without our participation. In fact, in Genesis 2, verse 5, it says there were certain plants that weren't growing yet because God hadn't sent rain because there was no man yet to cultivate the soil, to manage the process. It was waiting on a man. So God has chosen to make man who he created in his image as his legal representative here on earth. Now we have the fall of man. We have all of that. We're not going to go into that so much, but starting to understand our responsibility and how our role plays into this. And why would the living God be waiting on us? 
So I'd like to give us a visual representation that will help us grasp this better in Exodus 17. But to give it context, in Isaiah it asks the question, where is the one whose power was displayed when Moses raised his arm? And if we think about it, through the book of Exodus, as God brought plagues, as God was taking his people out of bondage towards their future, God used Moses as his representative. And he had a staff. And when he raised his arm and raised the staff, God's power was released. But in Exodus 17, so here's God's people minding their own business, doing exactly what God told them to do. And they're attacked by the Amalekites. And you probably know the story. So Joshua takes the army to go do battle. Moses, Aaron, and Hur go to the top of the mountain. And what happens? So they're doing God's will. But when Moses had his arm up, they were gaining the victory. But when Moses' arm would get tired and drop, they would begin to lose. We can see a picture of Moses as God's representative Look at that arm being raised up is the equivalent of prayer coming up to God. And while Moses, as God's representative, was successful in doing his part, as he was successful in being that authority, in the, God's authority in the battle, they were gaining the victory. Now, this may say, Randy, well, uh, but you know, here, let's put it this way. And this is sad. Ezekiel 22, God says, I looked everywhere for a man who would build the wall and stand in the gap before me. See, the circumstances are God in his holiness was required to bring judgment. And he wanted to bring mercy. And so he said, I looked for anyone to stand in the gap. He looked for someone to be a legal representative on his behalf to stand in and plead for mercy. And the sad part is, it says, but I found no one. I'm tempted to say that we need to see God's power displayed more than ever. But you know, frankly, I think every generation felt that way. We see what's going on around us. But the reality is, that doesn't minimize. We need God. We need His power. And we can no longer just passively wait for God to act, wait for something to happen. We need to understand our responsibility. We don't make it happen. It's all God. But our responsibility in His structure, our mandate, is to bring those prayers before Him so that His power can be released. Jesus in His hometown could do no mighty works because of their lack of faith. We see that He is prepared to do the amazing on their behalf. And their participation was to just believe. Now, we'll talk a little bit about faith, but more importantly, what I'm hoping we're doing is getting a glimpse of God requires, because of the way He set the legal structure of the universe up, He requires our participation. And in the next videos, we will look at understanding God's will. We'll look at what it says. Ask whatever you will. And more importantly, we'll even look at when the answers are delayed. I want you and I to have a boldness to approach God, to see Him work, to see Him glorify, 
and we become the recipients. God's people are the recipients of his blessings.